back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. This is Kip Harris with the VRA Investing Podcast. We'll tell you in just a few minutes what happened to the markets today. More importantly, we'll tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VR Investing System as our guide. Half day of trading today in, uh, in observance of the July 4th holiday. Tomorrow, of course, back with you uh, Friday for our podcast as well. But uh, again, thank you to everyone that's been joining us. Thank you for your feedback. Really appreciate it. Glad to hear that a lot of you are kicking this market's butt because that's what we've been doing. It's how we've been positioned. You've heard us here daily, if you've been joining us, talking about the parabolic melt-up that was directly ahead. Folks, we've been bullish for a long time. Predicted Trump would win. Predicted Dow would hit 25000 in the first two years. Our targets have been unchanged since then. Dow Jones, 35000 by the end of next year, 50000 plus by the end of Trump's second term, assuming he wins. And we've just got, this is big. I hope everybody's paying attention because we can't scream it much louder than we've been screaming it. Triple top breakouts are unbelievably bullish. And we've just had them in the last two days. In the NASDAQ, in Dow Jones, in S&P 500, all triple top breakouts happening right now. What does this mean? Well, look at what happened today. Dow Jones up 179, closing at a new all-time high, 26,966. Same thing with S&P 500. All these averages, by the way, are up about seven-tenths of a percent today, which is pretty interesting. Across the board, melt-up is what's happening right now. Uh, S&P 500 closed at 29.95, getting close to that 3,000 level. It'll blow past that uh, through that too. Uh, and Nasdaq at 6160, uh, up 61 points at 81.70, and uh, you know we are six points away from an all-time high in the Nasdaq. So uh, again, 10 to 12 screens are bullish. VRA investing system. Uh, this is, a, as we've been telling our clients, this is not the end of the move higher. This is the beginning of the move higher. We've had 18 months of a basing pattern, of a, of a, of a big consolidation pattern, if you will. We've now broken through that. If you're bearish, what are you holding on to exactly? Technically, you cannot be bearish. You, it is an impossibility that if you're a technician that you can be bearish today. Based on any kind of uh, technical analysis that I know of, you must be invested, aggressively so, if you're a technician. Fundamentally, what is that wall of worry? Well, it's been China trade, right? Trade wars, which were never trade wars. We've told you this consistently. We always believe this would work out to the U.S. and the rest of the world's benefit as well as China was made, was brought to heel and to come into the global economic community as an honest partner. That's happening right now as well. But all of that bad news is behind us, folks. If you've been paying attention to what happened to the G20, etc., the language has died down. Negotiations are happening. Doesn't mean there won't be hiccups along the speed bumps along the way, but that's being removed as a wall of worry. And we want those walls of worry. We want people being really afraid. So what's replacing all of those fears? Well, it's what we've been seeing and reporting here is that uh, people continue to see experts, the gurus, continue to say on CNBC, money man- manager after money manager after money manager after money manager is saying the same thing. They all seem to believe that this this uh, this market's going to reverse because the economy is slowing, and they just could not be more wrong. They point to interest rates that are plummeting in the U.S. and globally as a sign that things are slowing. Nope, that's wrong too. Look, the U.S. is the place to be. Why in God's name have our interest rates been double plus what they are in Europe? In Japan, look, we got negative rates throughout Europe, negative rates in Japan. Why would, 
why would the U.S. pay anybody uh, 2% to borrow our money? I mean, to, 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 to loan us money. Why, why? It makes no sense, does it? And that's why our target continues to be, and this is a shocker to a lot of people, we're targeting a 10-year yield of 1% over the next 12 months. We're right now at 1.95%. So, again, this is where TINA kicks in, T-I-N-A. There is no alternative. Uh, the markets basically are saying to investors, look, if you want to build a retirement income on negative rates or maybe 1% one, one to 2% interest rates, good luck. But how about this little thing called the stock market that continues to soar? Not just in the U.S., but globally. Remember, we have global bull market buy signals all over the world. This is not just a U.S. story. The U.S. is leading, as we've said, predicted, forecasted. U.S. is leading. The world follows, okay? Uh, but uh, again, there, we can find very few reasons to be bearish, but we just want as many people to be bearish as possible. So CNBC experts... Please, please, please keep singing the same song. Please keep fear-mongering. We need that fear because when the wall of worry starts to dissipate, folks, that's when we see a decline in the markets. But remember, something else we've harped on for a long, long time. These investor sentiment surveys continue to flash big-time bullish buy signals uh, as a contrarian. For example... Uh, last week's, and we'll get a new update tonight, but last Wednesday's AAI Investor Sentiment Survey, one of our go-tos for 30 years, uh, uh, it was sitting at 29.6% bulls, more bears than bulls, even with this move higher. How fascinating is that, right? How amazing. And that's what we want to see. We want to see fund managers underinvested, bearish. We want to see the public underinvested and bearish, not believing any of this. We want to see everybody have Trump derangement syndrome. As a bull, that's what we want to see. It's important. You know, we're contrarians for life here. It makes sense to us. For a lot of people, that uh, it may not make quite as much sense. You have to do a little homework on this maybe. Or better yet, come join us. We are crushing the market. Uh, made a new addition to the portfolio today. Uh, we are long and strong, have been for some time, and uh, uh, beat the S&P 500 15 out of 16 years since I started the VRA in 2003 after leaving Wall Street. We'd love to have you come join us. You can join for two free weeks. We're not going to leave that open for long, but it's open for now. Uh, join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. And uh, join us for two, three weeks. See if this is your cup of tea. Because we spend a lot of time talking about the VRA investing system and, about, and what makes it up. And right now, frankly, again, one of the biggest reasons to be bullish is sentiment continues to be so bearish. Uh, that won't be the case for long. We're going to get back to 70% bullish readings in the AAI survey. Trust me on this. Take that to the bank. Now, the Dow Jones may be 35,000 before we get to that level, but we're headed back there. So, um, again, this is the beginning of the next lev leg higher. This is a, as, as, as I tweeted this morning, this is a near perfect setup for a parabolic move higher. Near perfect. Got to be invested in this. The dips will be short lived going forward, just as they've been primarily this year. That will continue to be the case. And uh, we are long and strong equities, uh, gold, the miners, energy stocks, uh, biotech, growth stocks, small caps. We never hold more than uh, 12 positions at a time, and that's where we sit today. We are invested in all 12 positions uh, and, uh, and ready for uh, – you know, we're due, for, we're due for a decade of good news, aren't we really? If you think about what happened over the last uh, 
what since since uh, what since uh, we'll call it the nine eleven. Okay, think about all the stuff that's happened. We had the dot bomb. Then we had nine eleven. Then we had the Afghan uh, Afghanistan Iraq wars. We had the great financial crisis. We had the stock market crash. The housing cra- crash. The Bush Obama failures, abject failures of the presidencies. Fifteen trillion dollars in new debt. Four trillion dollars in new Fed quantitative easing and destruction of our healthcare system. That is a rough two decades. It's time for at least a decade of good news. We are absolutely due, and uh, and why not? Right? Don't we deserve it? We got the right president in place for it. Uh, I think a lot of folks, even those with TDS, are starting to figure figure this out. And today, man, it was just fascinating to see his tweets and see his comments today. First of all, a new addition to the Fed board. He's recommending Judy Shelton. She's a gold bug that believes the Federal Reserve uh, should not be meeting eight times, uh, 12 times a year, whatever, eight times a year, wherever they meet. Uh, they should not be micromanaging uh, the U.S. economy or micromanaging interest rates. And they should step back and let the markets do their thing. Hallelujah. Amen, sister. We're rooting for you. Uh, hope you are an official addition to the Federal Reserve uh, Board Governors. I'd love to have you on this team. And then he also tweeted out, Trump also tweeted out today a comment about uh, a, a Chinese and, and, and European currency manipulation, uh, and which, of course, is absolutely the case. Uh, you, you have to be a complete dunce to not recognize that that's exactly what China and Europe have done even as we've had a really strong dollar. So um, I don't know exactly what uh, Trump's goal is here, uh, besides maybe talking the dollar down, but I will tell you he's exactly right, just as he is on interest rates. And uh, all of this is, of course, wildly bullish for the precious metal space, uh, which, again, is we are aggressively long there. Folks, uh, let's see what else we got here. The internals today, uh, banging, uh, advanced decline, 2.5 to 1 positive. Volume, 3 to 1 positive. And our favorite... New highs, new 52 week highs to lows. Check this out. 765, 765 companies in new 52 week highs to 125 hitting new 52 week lows. Again, broadening market, rising tide lifts all boats. This is where we are now, and it's just beginning. 11 out of 11 sectors closed higher today. Of course, all 11 did. How could they not close higher on a day like this? All 11 sectors higher, led by real estate, up plus 1.4%. We are very long housing, by the way, as well. And consumer staples up 1.3%. Bitcoin today closed up 377 at 11,203 of Bitcoin. Gold was up $12 an ounce at 14.19. We believe this will be a breakout move of, of, of significance. Uh, silver up 10 cents at 15.34. Oil up 59 cents a barrel at 56.84. Folks, have a great July 4th uh, weekend. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your family. Be safe. Have fun. We'll be back here again Friday after the close.